General Manager Brock Sunderland. How are you, Brock? Thanks for coming up. Thanks for having me. I'm doing great. Good to uh, see you. Nice to uh, nice to get it rolling. Eh? Training camp's long. Preseason was really short this right, year, right. but it's nice to get it rolling for this real. This is the best day of, of uh, every part of the year is the game day. That's what we're all here for. Players love it. I love it. Uh, everybody's excited and we're ready to roll. All right, let's uh, let's talk about the business at hand this week. Uh, first off, uh, you got the Nate Bahar deal done. Uh, he was at practice uh, on Thursday. Now a chance to integrate him in. Just kind of give me your take on the whole situation and finally get him under contract and getting him in camp business is business and that's water under the bridge he got was here on thursday i gave him a big hug on the field and i said hey you're here now you're an eskimo um happy you're here now it's just football so nate's been great uh, he's happy to be here he's dialing in he's coming early he's staying late he's being a true pro and we're happy to have him now he's got some catch-up to do right if you can't miss your especially your first camp right you gotta you gotta he's got a lot of work to do doesn't yep. he he's, he's got a, a big task ahead to learn the playbook but i have full faith that he can do it tell me about your team what you think uh it didn't play out at the will linebacker position like you'd hope because of the injury to Corey Greenwood. But as you look at the the 46 and the 44 you got going today, how far off is it from maybe what you thought in mid-May that you might have on this date? It's pretty accurate. Yeah, Greenwood went down, but you know what? That's part, part of football, and uh, there's going to be injuries. There's going to be guys that have tweaks. We may lose some for the season like we did with Corey, and that's why the, all these guys are here for good depth, and we have all the faith in the world in Adam Kona. I think we showed that by not going out and going after people that were on the street and available, and we told them from day one, we have faith in you. We're going to play with you, and we held to, true to our word based on how he played. He earned yeah. it. He's been good, too. Like he had, I thought he had two pretty good preseason games, too. We knew he could do that, and that's why we didn't panic when Corey went down. You know, and, and you come from an organization in the Ottawa Red Blacks where we saw Antoine Pruno start as a rookie, and some organizations are adverse in doing that. Mm -hmm. we, we don't want to, you know, we rather have veterans. We don't want to have rookies out there, but... Um, you're not afraid to do that, though, are you? No, not at all. I mean, I think if guys prove that they're capable, we're going to put them out there. And you learn best by doing, not only in football, but in every aspect of life. So everyone on our roster physically is capable of doing it. You're not at a professional camp if you can't do it physically. Yeah. It's all the other attributes that you may need. And some guys are wise beyond their years or mentally can do it a little quicker. So that comes into play. But... I'll put it this way. There's no one that we're starting right now that we are hesitant because that affects the whole organization. And, you know, you look at your Canadian depth, and it's it's, it's quite young. We were talking about this off air, but mm -hmm. uh, that has to be a good thing, too. So maybe you might lose a bit at the start, but what you gain at the end, you know, that the learning curve is going to be very, very sharp. But the upside that you have with these guys and the chance to maybe build some continuity for years to come. Well, we think so. And again, we we're everything we're doing for this roster is to win tonight. You know, the focus is winning here in D.C. Yeah. and they have a very good team and it'll be a challenge. But yeah, we are. We want to win every game, but also build for the future. We need to be a little bit tunnel vision and and what the week to week game days are. But my job as general manager is look panoramically and make sure that this organization has talent for years to come. That's got to be the toughest thing, right? Because, you know, big picture, little picture, it's mm -hmm. such a fine line between making moves, you know, that are going to help you in the future, but not necessarily hurt you now. But, you know, you want to make all the moves that help you win today, but you still got to have that one eye on the salary cap and one eye on the future and everything. That's a fine line to walk for GM, is it not? Absolutely. That's that's the, the yin and yang of it, and that's the it's a balancing act. And, um, you know, you play it out, and you, you do what you can to win every week. Um, but like I said, you also want to protect the future and build for the future. So you hit 
the nail on the head. It is a balancing act, and but it's also fun. You know, it's fun to look over things and plan ahead and try to be strategic with it. Uh, what what kind of schedule are you going to have now? What's uh, what's next uh, after the team's picked and everything's in place for the start of the season? Where does your focus go to? Well, the biggest thing is roster management. So there's going to be nicks, there's going to be some injuries, there might be some changes on the practice roster. And what happens is dictated on what happens on game day. So if guys aren't playing well enough, then you start looking and say, do we need an upgrade? Or if there is an injury, who's the next man up? Uh, we have a ready list, so we're prepared for all that. So really, what we do now is a little bit more reactionary. So what happens on the field will dictate what we do. If everybody stays healthy, knock on wood, then we continue to go status quo. Um, but prepping for the future, we're always looking for people out there to add to the ready list. And that's the biggest thing now. And then there'll be certain players throughout the year that I may approach about an extension and start working on all those things. As you guys said, you have to look towards the future a little bit. So it's always something. I, I know you can't say much. You kind of open the door a little bit, though, to bring up the James Franklin situation, which mm -hmm. is talk going to be talked about all season long. Uh, I had a brief conversation with you earlier in, mm -hmm. in, in training camp about it, but is it fair to say... I didn't mean him specifically. Yeah, so. no, I, I, I know, I know. <laughs> I didn't mean is, him specifically. Is, is it fair to say that's maybe one of the big things on your plate? that you're going to have to deal with, whether it's now or at the end of the season or whenever it is. Like that's that's a bit of a conundrum, is it not? No, because it's, it's not because he's under our contract right now and we're focused on 2017 with him and whatever happens after that happens after that. Our focus is on this season with him and he believes that and that's everybody. And when, when I said that, I meant maybe two or three different guys. Yeah, I didn't yeah. mean him in particular. So, And what we'll do, and, and I'm never trying to be evasive with you guys, but anything contract related, we're going to keep that in-house um, and that's how we'll handle business. Absolutely, fair enough. Uh, the West is uh, going to be a lot of fun this year. Mm -hmm. when they, and fun, you can put in competitive, rough, <laughs> right. brutal, but uh, it's great. You know, and we've already seen uh, a couple West teams play. Mm -hmm. um, and you kind of see, you know, you got a, a team that lost in the Riders. You got a team that tied in the Stampeders. You win. It's very early. But how important is 0-1? Or sorry, 1-0 uh, compared to 0-1 that started week one. Well, it's a four-point swing, so it's very important. Yeah. You know, you want the two points as opposed to being in the hole two, but it's it's week one of 18, and here's what I'll say is if we win the game, we didn't win the Grey Cup. If we lose the game, not all is lost, and we don't know what we're doing. So we're going to approach this with an even keel and understand that it's a long season. We're professionals, and we'll handle it accordingly. So if we do happen to lose at any time during the season, that's fine. We'll adjust. We'll correct. We'll learn from it. We'll move on, and if we win, we understand that uh, other teams are going to adjust as well. So we can't be resting on our laurels just thinking that we, we don't have to readjust and, and that we're great cup champs after one win. When you look at Jason Moss, the head coach, and how he runs the coaching staff, how he runs the team, now he's you know more the administrator. He's not the offensive coordinator. He's mm -hmm. the CEO of the whole thing, right? And he can focus on everything, although he likes the offense too. I know <laughs> that. But what, what do you see about uh, what, what really stands out with Jason Moss, the head coach, to you? His energy and his passion, I know he was that way as a player. A lot of people would say he was a linebacker mentality as a quarterback, and yep. I saw that firsthand in Ottawa with his fiery determination. He's a great leader with that. I love the passion. Um, football's an emotional game. Let's, let's be honest about that. You can't show up and just be ho-hum about it. You have to be energized. You have to be passionate. He is that, but he's also controlled and detailed with it, so it's not fake enthusiasm, for lack of a better term. Yeah. He's detailed. He's organized, and the great thing about him is he's done it at a high level. He can say when he asks players to do something he can ask because he's done it and he did it to a very high level and he was very successful with right. it so he walked the walk i imagine you've watched the first two games of the regular season two thrillers that came down to the last play of the game uh, the bar is already set pretty high uh, good start good start to week one so far it's entertaining for the fans and from where we stand all i care is if we win i don't care if it's boring and it's one nothing if we win that's what matters <laughs> brock appreciate your time thanks very much for coming up thanks for having me guys always thanks, good to chat with you uh,